Okay. I'm going to nail it right at the start. Okay, it's going to be perfect. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you're already, already okay. <laughs> making that less likely. Okay. Hey, hey ooh, it's me, Stuart Wellington of the Flophouse Podcast. You're listening to the Flophouse Mini. Uh, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Dan McCoy. Hello. And Elliot Kalen. That's me. And we have something special planned. We're all out here in California. Planned is sprung on Elliot. Exaggerating to the point of untrue. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, we couldn't plan it because that's right. We're here for Elliot's surprise 40th birthday party. I didn't even know I was turning 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we tricked you. We uh, have uh, slowly been gaslighting you. By slowly, I mean your entire life. We have been telling you that your birthday is uh, years back. <laughs> <laughs> to find out that I'm actually much younger than I am was yeah. really yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, thought yeah. you were turning 47? Yeah, 47, yeah. <laughs> Stuart mm-hmm. also decided to surprise Elliot with a treat, making him work at his birthday party, being like, uh-huh. let's bring some microphones. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, well that was the thing. Stuart's always, ABCP, always be content producing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, I mean, that's the thing. I'm I'm a hustler. I'm into poly work, as I've been telling the guys. <laughs> the only poly work I believe in is we're going to pay off these late fees for my blockbuster rentals of a long game poly. <laughs> this is a joke. Still. Stuart has been workshopping quite a bit over yeah, the weekend. I mean, it is. By workshopping, I mean I, repeating. And, and, <laughs> that was a more polished version. Yeah, yeah, say. more polished version. <laughs> and I'm carefully watching your faces to gauge the reaction to see if it, it's getting better or worse over time. <laughs> well, the first Making time notes. I, I, I pretended like it was causing me to have a stroke. So. Yeah, yeah. Blood started trickling out of one of your nostrils. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So this is uh, Elliot's birthday. I'm really happy that we flew out to spend this with you. Uh, one of the reasons we're podcasting is because I love podcasting with my friend Elliot. Oh, and thanks. that's what this weekend's all about. Well, yeah, this is this is something that uh, that my wife masterminded, not the podcast recording. But uh, we are all together. It was a surprise to me. I knew that we were. I was going somewhere for my 40th birthday. I didn't know I was going to this beautiful location we're in now. Yeah. And that my friends were flying in from New York City. That's right. Let me hear it. New York. Well, Woo! Woo! Uh, yeah, Should I mean, we describe the locale that we're in right now? Like, uh-huh. we're, we're in like professional podcast. We're in cyberspace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, through and we have the special laser guest, waves. Special guest algae rhythm is here. No, <laughs> no. We're, we're in a uh, beautiful sort of uh, Airbnb in the mountains. We're in, on. We're a, in Topanga Canyon. So we're actually kind of on the side of a canyon wall. Yeah, and we're on a deck. You know, partway down a canyon wall with a giant Buddha statue. <laughs> looming uh, over us. Looming over us. Uh, followers of uh, Stuart on social media will will uh, be familiar with the number of Buddhas at this house. Oh, yes. man. If you if you count them all and send in uh, to the Flophouse, care of Dan McCoy, <laughs> he will send you your prize. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> Dan, get a prize. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone is spider rings and, that I bought in bulk. And <laughs> notice that Stuart didn't say there's one winner. Anyone who counts and sends in gets yeah, a prize. That was the problem with for that. all yeah. of eternity, I think that counting the number no of Buddhas uh-huh. in that video is a little easy for a contest. Stuart does most of the counting. Yeah. yeah, it's not like one of those uh, those jars filled with pennies, and you're like, how many pennies are in there? If you get it, you get all the yeah. pennies. I'd also like to say that Stuart is, is sitting in a way that I would say is reminiscent. Of uh, time cop, <laughs> where his legs are splayed wide open. But what's he wearing, Dan? He's wearing a tiny. Uh, I guess that's a speedo. That's that's a yeah, bathing suit. Speedo. Yeah. it's a bathing suit. It's a well, it's a it's a high cut. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can made see only the, more high by the, the positioning of my legs. <laughs> by his, his legs being almost <laughs> 180 degrees. <laughs> From now on. a bolt thrower. <laughs> bootleg bolt thrower t-shirt with a minion on it. With a minion holding a gun and giving a middle finger. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the war master. He's a badass. The, now, from now on, when I am... And also pink sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. my yeah. Uh, my credit from now on, whenever I'm on a podcast, not this one, is provocateur. Yeah, mm. I like okay. that. The fact that this morning, Stuart was wearing uh, this this bolt thrower bootleg shirt and sweatpants and multicolored sweatpants. He said, and I'm going to go take a shower. He came back wearing the same outfit oh, with yeah. a cardigan and more chains over it. <laughs> and he, he did not change his pants, but he changed it to a clean pair of sunglasses. I mean, it does give us a nice view of his new beholder tattoo on his upper thigh. So. Yeah, that's well, that's me, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that's not that's not what today is about. <laughs> today is about Elliot's 40th birthday. I'm glad that and my, Elliot... my birthday podcast would be mostly about Stewart's clothing and <laughs> life choices. Now, Elliot, the uh, we we here at the Flophouse do a lot of stuff where we talk about movies. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sure. Not normally today. Mm, today true. we're normally talking about Buddhas and Stewart. <laughs> but Stewart. <laughs> but we uh, today we're is that, is that the Buddha Stewart? I think Stewart is the best. Stewart works too, but then you think you're talking about Wes Studi, which is yep. amazing. He's great. He's but. great. Yeah, he's a, a cherished actor. Now, um, what have now that you're turning forty? What have movies taught you about? The looming age of 40. So that's a good question. Middle age. And I, this is going to be a very off-the-cuff answer. Because you're dying at 80. Cause, cause I've done, <laughs> well, I did, I did have that conversation with my mother the other day where she, I said, I'm not young anymore. And she said, no, you're still young. And I said, I am a, a, this is exactly middle-aged. Like, I'll probably die in my 80s. Maybe I'll make it to my 90s. Or with medical technology, my, my, I know my son is planning to live in his thousands. <laughs> oh, wow. He was like, he's like, I hope I make it to triple digits and then quadruple digits. And I was like, well, no one has ever done yeah, that. I'm not sure that the singularity is going to be reached yeah. by the time. I like I like the chilling element, uh, the like chilling tone in his voice where he's like, <laughs> I'm living forever, daddy. Mm-hmm. That once I learned how no, to absorb life force. No matter the cost. Um, but so he, movies have taught me that 40 is, I mean, growing up, 40 was just considered old. Yeah. It was just when you were 40, you were old, you were essentially, you might as well be a, you might as well be 70 when you're mm-hmm. 40. And I found that my life experience is, if anything, the exact opposite that, that where it's, or that movies will teach you that at 40 is when men real are like, oh, what did I do with my life? Like, why am I not in my 20s? I got to change everything and get back to, I've got to erase all the, all the progress I've made in my life and go back to being a dumb kid. And I found yeah, that yeah. I don't want to do that. That's an overwhelming urge that I think I know Dan and I feel. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, nice to know, know that you don't feel that way. It's very strange. I, I remember walking down uh, when I was living in Germany in my early 20s. Uh, I remember walking down the street and passing a head shop, uh, which were plentiful at the time and seeing in the window. Yeah, that's where uh, you would get eight heads, put them in a duffel bag, <laughs> take them home. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you would, and I remember looking in the window, and they had all these novelty T-shirts uh, that you would get somebody for their birthday, and they had different ages on them. And <laughs> my favorite one was the one that said, "Ich bin 40 Jahre alt und fühle mich cool, man," which meant is I'm 40 years old and I feel cool, man. And I'm like. <laughs> If I turn 40, kill me. <laughs> that is no, the most no. German novelty shirt. <laughs> yes, like, there's I no real it. joke to it. It's just, it's just like an attitude. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the idea that anybody would feel cool is fun. Is joke enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how is... Wait, hold on. So if you didn't feel that way, how did your midlife crisis uh, manifest itself, Elliot? Because this is uh, an interesting... Uh, I haven't had one yet. I'm oh, waiting for okay. it to kick in. But I find... That, I mean, this is not going to be the most interesting answer to a podcast Cars question. Cars gambling, do you think? What well, do you think, I, I, well, the thing is that, like, I know the be- people. What people want to hear is, 
confessions of of misdeeds or like unhappiness. And that's mm-hmm. what a lot of podcasting is. But like I'm I have been thinking about this a lot in the year leading up to this because it was not a surprise I was turning forty. I did the math, <laughs> and when I was thirty nine, I was like, wait a minute, what comes next? No, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but I think about I'm pretty much exactly in my life where I would want to be at age forty, and so like. I have a, I love my wife um, and I want to be with her forever. I have two kids that I love who, uh, and I don't want more kids than that. And the, uh, we have a nice house that we live in. I've been able to support my family writing dog, writing jokes for dogs. Like, yeah. so it's, I'm, li- I'm living a number of dreams. Well, actors playing dogs. Actors playing let's, dogs. Let's, let's, let's yeah. make it clear that you're on a facts, you're on a facts list for like Lassie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not, and you're not dragging the performers. No, yeah. no, no, not at all. They're the, playing animals. So what you're saying is that it's only down from here. So you're setting yourself up mm. for a fall. I mean, that's one way to put it. I mean, I like, I prefer to think <laughs> and that then like, the inevitable revenge redemption arc that you're going to have. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, sure. No, it's more like the... Uh, you took this dog show away from me. Now you have to pay. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm gonna, but it's going to be like Pig and I'm just going to make you an amazing meal. Oh my God. Oh, if only. Yeah. Pig, watch it. Best movie of the year. I don't know about... Well, it's really good. I don't know about that. But, but the... Uh, I didn't see that many movies this year. Uh, the... What was I going to say? No, I feel, I feel like each decade of my life has been better than the previous one. I did not like being a child. I did not mm-hmm. like being my teen. My teens were the worst. That was I didn't like that at all. And my twenties were fine. And my thirties were better. And now I'm like I'm excited about my forties. But what movies would taught me is that is that once you get to forty, you might you either have to re, you have to restart like you're the DC fucking universe and just reboot <laughs> yeah. everything, no. or you or you just keep or you're just like getting ready to be old. You know. I mean, I actually think that that's pretty close to true for me as well. But I I that didn't. That didn't stop me from having a lot of emotional pain <laughs> that I then needed to be like, oh, oh, okay, wait, hold on. My problem, I need to figure out these emotions that are inside me and where to put them and what to do to deal with them. That was a thing I wasn't taught for some reason. Yeah. yeah, seems, yeah. seems important. Yeah, but, no. you, but you were taught how to do a, a lot about the periodic table, right? <laughs> I was taught it, but I forgot it. <laughs> oh, boy, so even that. <laughs> oh, my God, we brought you along for the chemistry day. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same way. I feel like other than, like, having to reconcile 40-year-old Stuart with the 30-year-old Stuart, 20-year-old Stuart, and 10-year-old Stuart, they're all living inside my brain at all times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Herman's head. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it's just as funny. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't get canceled soon. <laughs> I mean, Herman's had ran for at least two seasons, right? That's, that's great. Oh, no, no, it's Stuart. okay. I just spilled coffee on the... the Hopefully there's that, no one beneath this deck. The news that Herman's head ran more than one season <laughs> was so shocking for Stuart that he, <laughs> he spilled his coffee all over. <laughs> Everything's ruined. Are we, are we having... He's, he's, like, like, he's, like, he's like, but how could, how could one woman be on The Simpsons and Herman's head in the same <laughs> night for more than a season? Yeah. You destroy a mortal human. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What is this, Jim Carrey in the 90s? <laughs> she has to draw those pictures of Lisa? <laughs> yeah. I don't think, Dan, Dan, I got to explain how television shows work. <laughs> I feel like we're having, like, like we came here and we sat in front of a Buddha and suddenly we're having an emotional encounter group. Well, this that is, was... I mean, this is a very, this is the other thing you do in movies when you're 40, which is that you do, like, big chill type stuff. I guess they're in their 30s in the big chill, right? But, like, yeah. you're, that's when you're, like, But that seemed, hey, like, old for... as hell when I used to look at the big chill poster that was on my parents' <laughs> basement wall all the time while I was growing up. Yeah, I mean, well, they were particular. I, I've I, still never seen it. I feel like our parents were particularly old 30. Although, actually, our grandparents' generation, when you were in your 30s, you were already, you were, in, you might as well have been in your 50s. But, uh, the, but there's, that, that is, does feel like that's the thing you do so that you get together with your friends and, like, talk about your life and, like, what's going on and 
we've been, you know, uh-huh. what you hope to do. I was early. Uh, Luckily, we do that every two weeks. Yeah, uh, that's true. So we don't have to do that right now here, guys. But the earlier in the day, um, my friend Brock Mahan, who's also here with us, uh, uh-huh. hoped he would be a special guest, but he saw the microphones coming out and immediately <laughs> booked it for some other place to be. Uh, leaving a, a Brock-shaped cloud yeah. of dust. He and I went to college together, and we did briefly talk about which of our college classmates we still keep in touch with and i was like this is the kind of thing people in their 40s do yeah they reminisce about who they keep in touch with from college because otherwise most of our talk talk so far this weekend has been about like the same stuff we talk about the podcast just like movies and dumb stuff yeah we're like oh it's really misty out i guess we're gonna talk about the fog like misty for me yeah we talked about heavy lapew for a while earlier (laughs) for some reason Dan was like, "I don't think he should be canceled. He's like, uh, he, okay. <laughs> he's got a big heart. <laughs> this game that we play. I think it's a crime to love too much. <laughs> we try and get Dan in trouble. No, we all agree that he's not a good character, yeah. but not, and not not just problematic, but just a dumb bad character. It was it was funny. Uh, also, Elliot's brother David, the famous David last name withheld. Kalen was here here briefly, and yeah. I told him earlier what a pleasure it was because I realized like." I'm the youngest, and I had never had In your the, family. In my family. Not, not on this podcast. Not on this podcast. <laughs> not, no. not in the in world. In my family, I'm the youngest brother. <laughs> it's not it's like, like a children of men. You know, Dan was the last one born, and so he's famous now, yeah. <laughs> and so I never had the pleasure of, like, bullying, like, a younger sibling or a friend of a younger sibling. But with David around, we could all gang up against him rather than the usual, which is you two ganging up against me. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that you, that was like a fantasy camp for you mm-hmm. for a little bit. Well, it's also because David has a tendency to just, like throw himself into the conversation and I'm like uh oh <laughs> he's gonna talk about fucking cinnamon he again. was talking about how much he loved cinnamon as a spice for uh, a good hey I minutes. think that's the kind of personal information he doesn't want us to reveal on this podcast sure this you can watch my fucking hair turn whiter as he kept talking <laughs> but it's also something where it's like I've known him for 36 years I was this was news to me that he was such a big fan of cinnamon <laughs> I was like well so I'm still learning things about my family members this is great <laughs> This week on Tights and Fights, Austin Creed, better known as WWE superstar Xavier Woods, unbalancing his many passions. This dude actually wants these ridiculous things. He wants to wear a crown. He wants to be a G4. He wants to have a yacht rock band. Like he wants to DJ at a, at a festival one day. WWE and G4's Austin Creed on Tights and Fights. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And we host Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. Every week, we share media that made us who we are. Things like Archie Comics, Sailor Moon, and lots of Taylor Swift. And now that Riley's an adult, it comes with 100% more butts. And now I am totally comfortable with it. So check out new episodes of Still Buffering every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Butts, butts, butts. Join in, Riley. Butts, 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 Let's get back to something about movies so people aren't totally upset by this. What are things about, what did movies teach you about, yeah, growing up and being grown-ups, basically? Oh, jeez. I mean, because movies do teach you that being growing up is bad. 
Like, you look at a movie like Hook, and that's just one movie. But the message of that movie is, like, this man shouldn't put any time into his job. It should He should be a kid who gets into food fights. I mean, you know? uh, I, I think it was... Uh, I think I'm, I'm plagiarizing uh, uh, our mutual friend Matt Bird when I say that I feel like a movie like Highlander taught me that part of growing up is going to wrestling shows by yourself and then <laughs> going to live in the antique shop that you own and live above. Yeah. Well, the movie uh, This Is 40 taught me that when I was 40, I would have... No real problems, but I would make, like, a two-plus-hour movie about it for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah, it would be a lot of you just, like, goofing around, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I, but it's true. I did, movies did teach me. I mean, I, I, there's, a, there's a book out uh, called uh, Never Can Say Goodbye where I have an essay about this. That movies taught me what life was like as a grown-up and specifically, like, what it was like to live as a grown-up in New York. And that the, one of the most exciting parts of Ghostbusters for me as a kid uh-huh. was Dana coming home with her groceries yes. in her apartment and just being like, he, she has her own apartment. And it's yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. all these people around her, so she's not lonely. But, like, she could just close the door and put her groceries away. <laughs> like, that's what a grown-up does, you know. I re- and I can only buy two bags of groceries because I have to be able to carry them. I remember there was, in my early 20s, there was a brief period of time after my girlfriend broke up with me and moved away. Before I'm so sorry I got, to hear that. No, it's okay? okay. I mean, hey, I'm better off for it, obviously. Um, and uh, it, I was in the apartment by myself before my new roommate moved in, so I had a few days. And it was like the first time I had an entire apartment just for me. And it was like, it was, it was exactly the same thing where I'm like, whoa, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. This is mine. I mean, not mine, mine. It was the landlord's. and No, but I understand. Yeah, you were renting that space. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so what? Well, I'm trying to think what else movies taught me about growing up. But that's, I, there's almost, there's very few movies that I feel like are about, like, growing up and being like, yeah, I'm glad I grew up, which is the way I feel. Like, I'm yeah. very, I, I like being an adult much more than I like I assumed I, like I was going to wear suits all the time. Yeah. And that I would have a lot of opinions about cars and the market <laughs> and things like that. And I don't. <laughs> I try, I'm trying to think. Like, I'm, I, well, oh, sorry. You no, I mean, like, I have a lot of worries, just like in the form of just f- sort of free floating anxiety. But I'm realizing that, like, I don't. I rarely have like these conceptions of the future. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. I like, I, I, I float through life in an eternal present. <laughs> I mean, but that's pretty nice. I mean, that's. I mean, if anyone would agree with you, it's would agree with that. It's the Buddha right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this enormous Buddha that's that's looking down on us. Is he is he smiling? I don't know. I can't it's tell. Very cryptic. He's the size. He's of the Mona Buddha. Just to give Lisa. a little context, I would say maybe like two of us uh, would two, special guest that rooster. Two of us by the way. being yeah, a Buddha, Can. sitting on shoulders, <laughs> being Buddha. Yeah, get back. On We're Disney being Plus a right Buddha. Now. Yeah, I, can't, I wonder how much a, the rooster gets picked up on the... Yeah, if you can we'll hear, there's, a lot of, there's farm animals in the distance. There's a constant... That's the Topanga rooster. Crow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'd rather that crow than some, some ghost that came back for revenge. That's Crowing. true. <laughs> but, I mean, he is really cool looking. I will say that... Yeah, it's true. I will say growing older is made a little easy by the fact that my generation has decided as a group that we will never let go of the things that we liked as children. And so the stuff I liked as a kid still is the dominant pop culture, if, if anything, more so than it used to when I was a kid, yeah. the dominant paradigm. No, that's like, especially with the podcast, or with the podcast, the, with the pandemic. Gee, I'm like equating a wonderful thing and a terrible thing. Uh, yeah, this the, pandemic has been great. <laughs> this podcast is a chore. <laughs> with the pandemic, like, even more so than normal, I feel like I've been taking refuge in the most nostalgic, um, like, pop culture. You know, like, if I, if I uh-huh. just want to comfort myself, I find myself 
looking for something from my youth that I maybe haven't caught yet or something that recaptures the vibe of when I was young. Sure. And so much of my time is like spent obsessing over that and then getting disgusted about at myself for living for still in the past being in that well but that way. I, but at this point the way culture is and there's there's a lot of bad about it and there you know i've been reading a lot lately about algorithms and cultural stagnation and, and nostalgia stagnation. Not just but, to better understand the motivations of algae rhythm and space jam. I mean, that's legacy. how I got into it. I was like, <laughs> I, I want to know more about this guy. Where'd he come from? But uh, that it's that there, like, it's hard for me to go a day without seeing a picture of Spider-Man and that's not in my house. That's outside in the world. There's just yeah. Spider-Man everywhere. And the fact that <laughs> yeah. I go to work and my, and my coworkers are like, Elliot, can you explain this thing about Dune to us? And I'm like, did I make a wish on a monkey's ball? <laughs> like, yeah. this is, this is my it dream. But at the way. same time, yeah. it's a little bit of a curse. But. Yeah, it definitely feels like, it, similar to like, when growing up, there was the feeling like nerds were the stepped-on class. And yeah. now that is clearly not the case. Now nerds are the bully class. I mean, nerds yeah. as human, as individuals, I'm sure are still stepped on. Yeah, yeah. But that, but that nerd culture is now the yeah. bully culture that is, that is hitting the rest of the world and saying, why are you hitting yourself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, it's, but it's just a... It's, it makes me wonder about – so when my dad – I remember very well when my dad turned 40, and it was like a big event, and it was very – like it seemed very strange, and he you know, was very like, oh, I can't believe I'm 40, da 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 And I would ask him questions about the stuff I'm interested in, and he would not know it. He would tell me about the stuff he was interested in, and I wouldn't understand it. But now the stuff I'm interested Mainly in – Mainly Steely Dan, right? <laughs> a lot, well, I mean the, my, with my dad, it was, it was the – the Beatles were up top, uh-huh. and then – a step below them was Bruce Springsteen and Billy Joel. Okay. And then a step below that was Final Countdown by Europe. No other mm-hmm. songs by Europe, just Final Countdown. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then there's a there's kind of floating uh, cycle of that he would go through of Jethro Tull and Queen and um, and Sticks. Like that was so. My dad was never really into Steely Dan, but it was associated things. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. He was way ahead of the curve on Queen. I remember when Wayne's World came out, and everybody was suddenly into Bohemian Rhapsody. I was like, "You mean my dad's song that we're always listening to? That my <laughs> oh, dad's yeah, always yeah. playing?" But uh, the but it's. I feel like now the things I'm into, many of them are the same as the things my children are into, and so it's uh, being forty. It doesn't feel as separate and and farther from youth because it's not like they're talking about. They're, they're not yet old enough to be talking about music acts that I've never heard of. So when they're teenagers, then I'll feel really old. But I'll be in my 50s by then. I will be old. Mm-hmm. So. And, yeah, I mean, I guess that was going to be my follow-up is uh, looking forward 10 years, what do, you, uh, what do you expect your 50th birthday to look mm, like? I think uh, it'll go a little something like this. Can you guys see the, the, the fantasy in my mind? Uh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. Yep. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no, I, think, well. I mean, I, I imagine my life will be, I mean, one thing that will be different from my past birthdays is I own my own home now, so uh-huh. I'm not going anywhere. So in 10 years, my setting will be the same. But uh, I think, you know, I'll just have older kids and hopefully I'll have uh-huh. moved higher in my career. But other than that, it'll probably, probably be the same. Probably podcasting again. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I, every, every year I'm like, we're still doing this podcast. Yeah. How long are we going to go with this? And no one's mm-hmm. told us to stop. So yeah. I can, I can I totally like see us doing it another 10 years. that's the main reason we're still doing it. It's because <laughs> nobody, we're like... <laughs> Nobody has told us to stop doing it. We're like, okay, I guess we're going to meet every two weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's the, one of those... Please I, don't tell us to stop doing this, by the way, because uh, yeah. I count on the income per- currently. Yeah, just but, tweet uh, at us with the hashtag stop flop. Or I mean, flop. I guess if I wanted to see somebody telling me to stop doing it, I'd just go to, like, Reddit or some oh, shit. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of that, yeah. I think the... Um, I think that... Uh, one of the, I haven't listened to old episodes of this podcast in a while. I don't recommend people necessarily going yeah. back and doing that. But, like, one of the things that I always loved about old movies is that... Because they were old, I could see 
that I could see the performers aging. I didn't have to wait. I'm gonna. I'm not. When by the time Timothy Chalamet's an old man, I'll be dead. So I'm not gonna see what that's like. Is he gonna look kind of weird the way that Leonardo DiCaprio looks kind of weird? Like I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio just looks like a man who's aged and gotten a little <laughs> yeah, rounder. I don't know if he's that weird. No, but I mean, like I don't <laughs> he know. He looks like a man who's his age. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, who I like as an actor in many things, but I feel like. But you like if, him even more as a celebrity poker but no, player. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, well, like I feel like if he had not been a star when he was younger, I don't know if he would have he would have been picked to be a star now. I don't know that he would be a movie opening star. Yeah. But he, if he had not been a, a beautiful young man that people took to, yeah. But he would still be a, a very well respected and employed actor. You know, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's that a great good actor, as an actor. Yeah. But I feel like if he's he reminds me of. Not quite the exact same, but a little bit like Colin Farrell, where it was like the older he gets and the less people are distracted by his looks, the better he gets to the more interesting things he gets to do as an actor, yeah, the better he absolutely. gets. You know. Well, or but then like you look at somebody like George Clooney, who didn't really become famous, famous until he was already in his, yeah, he was in middle his 30s, age, basically, yeah. yeah, or almost middle age, yeah. Uh, but he had been acting, uh, you know, on Baby Talk and, and, and in Facts the of Life. Return and, of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> the Killer and Grizzly, right? Or Paws, yep, yep, he's yep. in that. Grizzly 2. And, Grizzly uh, 2, yeah. He, in, the, in the TV miniseries of Centennial, I oh. believe he plays a guy carrying a barrel at one point. <laughs> oh, wow. Is that, was that his credit or is I think, that I think just your description? No, I think the credit is Man Carrying I've Barrel. I've lost the thread. Was there a question originally well, that we got? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I think Stuart was trying to rag on Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> and I yeah, wasn't yeah. Gonna yeah. Let happen, well, I'm I trying guess. to neg Leo, so he calls me up. He's like, hey, you want to come hang out on my yacht? I'm like, I don't know. This seems creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, Which I was, I'm still nagging him. That's the thing. It's a long game. <laughs> okay. but, but I was saying that it's a very long game. It's a, I was saying that... Uh, I, one thing that's interesting to me, if I ever go back and listen to it, is that or this podcast has been such a document of how our lives have changed since you know since we were in our twenties, uh-huh, and that's yeah, something yeah. that again I have. It's more interesting to me as a as a concept that exists in the world than as something I actually want to go back and experience for the yeah. future documentaries mm-hmm. that are going to be made about for, us for flop back. We <laughs> have all when, this rich when we get audio. And- the, the brain of Peter Jackson <laughs> in a robot body c- <laughs> cuts all the footage together, uh, and it's just lots of conversations and things. And I'll be still complaining that the brain of Peter Jackson in a robot body isn't making uh, homemade zombie movies and only makes big movies. I mean, but if he made, but he started doing a Silmarillion movie, you'd be excited, right? Yeah, always, because I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speaking of being in your 40s, my uh, were legs are both uh, yeah. totally asleep. From, from sitting crisscross sitting, applesauce? <laughs> yeah. yeah, on this thing. Were we going to get people to wish Elliot a happy I mean, birthday or so what we're going to do is we're going to say thank you for listening everybody uh thank you for the 40 years of following Elliot Kalen it's really <laughs> I important mean, to us well, I don't know if they're following me since I was born um, so <laughs> we're that, that reminds me of, so this is something so that reminds me of this is a. Uh, uh, something I, I think I have Just on roll vid- over and lie in your tummy. I, I think I have on video somewhere, but I'm not sure. When I had my... When <laughs> That's I had, only partially, yeah. When I had my... When I turned 25 and I did a comedy show that was celebrating 25 years of Kalen and John Oliver came and delivered a eulogy. <laughs> and it's, so it's, I had a thing that was like... What, I was like, let me see what happened in the 25 years I was alive. And I'd cut together a montage of like New Coke and E.T. or whatever. And then it was like, it was like Jesse Owens winning at the, th- the 36 <laughs> Olympics, and then and then it and then it ended with with my name and the dates nineteen eighty one two thousand six, and then uh, and then John Oliver came up and delivered a eulogy for me, and I was like, but I'm not dead, and he was like, don't make this any harder than it already is. But uh, this, so, this is what this reminds me of. So let's uh, let's wish Elliot a happy birthday, everybody. Happy, happy birthday. birthday, Dan is entirely Elliot. lying down on his back now. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Where are they coming oh, down? Okay. 
Are they uh, down, hopefully the down. mics pick that up. Well, I mean, they're walking over now, slowly. <laughs> I'll paint a word picture. We're still in this deck. Someone, someone now the significant, my... significant others of two of the hosts <laughs> are, are arriving. Yeah. yeah, just take the microphone from Dan, who is... Up, oh, that one's not plugged in. I mean, you, yeah. yeah, you might want to take that mic from Dan so he doesn't take choke on the it. The mic from me. This is Audrey. Hello, Audrey. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, Elliot. Happy birthday. Oh, thanks. Uh, Charlene, you want to wish... Happy uh, birthday, Elliot. Thank you to you and your wife for inviting us to this beautiful house and letting us spend your 40th birthday with you. Oh, no problem. My pleasure. I like how this went from a podcast to just like the video that you watch from your wedding. <laughs> hey, Brock, why don't you give us a little... Hey. Happy birthday, Elliot. Oh, I'm, thanks. I'm honored to be here. Uh, I'm, uh, it's really nice listening to this mini get taped. Uh, <laughs> As you tried to relax below us on a different deck? Yeah. Was, Did I, I was chilling. coffee on you? No, yeah, you, you hit Buddha. Oh, 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 oh no. no, poor Buddha. Yeah. Lounging Buddha's got a, a puddle of, uh, of Keurig coffee oh, no. where his mystical sphere should be. They do, say, they do say when you meet the Buddha on the road, pour coffee on him. <laughs> Uh, do that. No, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm re- I'm really happy that we can spend this time uh, celebrating. Oh, thank you. Forty I mean, years of Elliot Gantlin. It's especially special not to not to throw shade on any of you guys. Especially, especially hear it from Brock, who is I've known longer than anyone else here. I mean, now that my brother's not with us, why he, are you he looking left. directly what happened at to me him? while you Because he's that. sitting like, behind like, me. I can't do anything about not knowing you sooner, Elliot. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, but the, Brock is my I think third oldest friend. That I'm still in touch with. Um, Pretty. So. If you work a little harder, you can get to number two. Just go after my college roommate Brian, and <laughs> he's number two. Uh, number so one, you never. Now I, mean, I know who I have to take out. <laughs> to yeah, move list up the them ranks. all, Elliot. So yeah. we, just for research. Oh boy. Okay. Well, there's. But uh, yeah. So I've I've been that I've known you guys for a long, long time. I've known you guys for what almost twenty years, <sighs> sixteen or so years, yeah. seventeen years. No, I mean. Yeah. And, yeah. I've, and I've known Brock for 20 years, or 22 years. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Uh, so it's, it's great to be with people that, I've, that I care so much about, and I know so much, and I've, I've known for so long and feel so close to. My wife, of course, is somewhere else right now, or I would, I would include her in that, certainly, yeah. you know. <laughs> but uh, I haven't known her as long as I've known you guys. So uh, from us to you, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is a product of Maximum Fun. Uh, don't hold them accountable. Uh, <laughs> no, this is... Thank you to Alexander Smith for probably putting a little bit of ed- editing juice on this. Um, <laughs> but Alex, make sure whenever it's getting too slow or too or too real, just put a <laughs> sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slap a little juice. Good doing. There. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think this is Stuart. Is this just so you can write off this trip? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can do it now. Sign officially. off. Sign off. Sign <laughs> off. <laughs> okay. Uh, bye. <laughs> Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.